Arkansas football is three and one, but struggling. Arkansas State defense is having major troubles and needs a two in the win column. High school f- football powerhouses continue to show their dominance in Arkansas and more. You are listening to Unqualified. Hello and welcome to Unqualified, a podcast where two friends with absolutely no sports credibility give their takes on stories and headlines in the sports world. My name is Will Stafford, and to my, in this case, left, is my friend Brady Pasco. Um, it's been a minute since Unqualified has been on the air. We've gone through two different hosts. This time I'm joined with Brady, so um, it's going to be fun. There's a lot to talk about. I'm super, super excited to continue the show. Um... And honestly, it wouldn't be unqualified if we didn't start with Arkansas State football, who quite honestly is having trouble, Brady. I would agree. Um, they definitely need a win this weekend. I'm excited. We are favored to win, so we will dive more into that. Absolutely. So at the time of recording, uh, Arkansas State is 1-3 with their only win coming in week one versus a not so good Grambling State. 58-3, to which I was at that game. Were you at that game? No, I was. Uh, I did not bother with the Grambling State. That's game. that's completely fair. I will say though, even though Grambling State football is not great, their uh, their marching um, band. band. Woo! I heard that is top tier right there. They're nationally ranked in the marching band. <laughs> yes, they are fantastic. Um, but week two wasn't an expected win at Ohio State. To be fair, we did have a good uh, uh, first half yeah, against did. Ohio State, uh, but we ended up losing forty-five to twelve. Uh, games three and four should have been wins. We should be two and or we should be three and one. Um, but instead, A State's defense gave in once the fourth quarter came around. Uh, lost to Memphis forty four to thirty two and Old Dominion twenty nine to twenty six, which that's a heartbreaker. That one was uh, we led them in every major category. We should have won that game. Yeah, time of possession was almost doubled. We were leading them in first downs. It was. A mind-boggling uh, L. Yeah, I mean, like, I was listening to it. I was in, what is it? I was in Memphis that day, and I was coming home and listening to it. And we were winning when I came when I was when I got in the car. And by the time I got home, an hour and thirty minutes later, we lost. So, you know, that that's one of the that's a heartbreaker, and that's one of those things. I did say defense has had some trouble. That wasn't fully on the defense. Uh, there were some costly turnovers, one specific one, which we'll get into uh, here in a bit, here in a minute. Um, but I mean, Arkansas State has this tendency to not be able to finish games, yeah. And and it's easier to not finish a, it's easier to finish a game that you're winning by forty than it is to finish a game that you're winning by ten. I'll give them that. But you should be able to finish those ten point leads. Kind of that classic Arkansas college. Uh mantra you know we're good for three quarters but then we kind of fall apart yeah arkansas in general i mean like you know arkansas razorbacks who we'll start talking about because they are they are struggling as a three and one school right now but mm-hmm. and ranked uh but we need to i i need to i need to stay focused yeah we're not here for arkansas uh-huh. right so we're gonna kind of go through each of these games talk yeah. about what could have maybe been done in our mind Obviously, we're not coaches. Uh, we're unqualified. That's the entire podcast idea. Um, so a big thing with Grambling State was the offense looked incredible. I mean, like they were, th- I mean, Blackman threw for 210 yards, two touchdowns on 15 to 20 passing. I mean, that is as efficient as, efficient as you can get. Yeah. Johnny Lang had 124 yards on only 13 carries. That's insane. That is almost 10 yards a carry. I mean, that is that is almost as efficient as you can get. Look at Champ Fleming, seven catches, 122 yards, and a touchdown. That is like, that is insane. That is 17 yards per catch. 122 yards on seven catches is like Stephon unreal. Diggs numbers, right? Yeah, that is Stefan Diggs type movement with with somebody who is nowhere near Josh Allen level. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. Blackman is we very good. Blackman. And to those to those who may be listening who think, oh, Blackman needs to be out, that would make 
every problem even worse. Worst take we've ever heard. Yeah. Black man has had a great season. It's not all his fault. He's doing a very good job, I'd say. Absolutely. And a lot of it, like we said, a lot of it is defense. Yeah. Um, which I'll, I was going to talk about this uh, in, a, in a few minutes, but I mean, it, it comes up when you have a, an offense that is firing really fast yeah. and try, I mean, even, even if they're trying to kind of space the time out a little bit, if, if they go out quick and then the defense allows a touchdown in a minute, yeah. those, your offense is still tired as hell. So it's like. You, I mean, you're destroying Blackman. You're destroying Lang. Like you're destroying their, um, what is it? Like their stamina. Like they're tired. The defense is giving up too easy of things, and it happened the most in Old Dominion. And we'll talk about that in a second. This is the best in the Grambling State game. The Arkansas State defense looked great. Yeah, we did look good. I mean, 52 total passing yards allowed. Which I mean, that is like incredible 50 rushing yards in four quarters of play yeah and all 50 of those rushing yards every every single one every single player that rushed had under five yards average which is fantastic you didn't allow anybody to get a first down off a run and really you probably even didn't really get let them get a first down on passing with how that game went yeah and i mean that that game we looked solid. I looked at I, I looked at my roommate. I looked at Austin actually, who I I was like, we look better than we have in years. Austin Minister. Yeah. Shout out Austin Minister. Shout Great out guy. Austin Minister. Love that guy. Uh he's my roommate too. So um he and so I looked at him and I was like, this is the best Arkansas State team I've seen since I came here since I started yeah. coming here. And I'm a junior this year. So Damn, I've been here. Junior. Yeah, I've been here a few I've been here a couple years. Yeah, haven't been great. That Memphis game last year was pretty good at home, though. It was, that and was I, a fun one. I went, I went for the first half, and then see. I had too much anxiety about it, and so, um, but yeah, didn't we lose that game by like, or by only like a touchdown yeah. ended up because we were losing by like thirty. That year, our rushing defense was abysmal. It was nothing. Anything in the open field was just open now that now memphis does have a really good running back in brandon thomas who yeah. i know personally he went okay. to, he went to high school with me okay, and he like he's like probably the best running back that my high school has ever seen i think they have one of the coolest this is the kind of topic. i think they have one of the coolest um stadiums in like this side of the country. i got to go last saturday yeah. It looks incredible. It looks futuristic. Now, <laughs> the bowl like does the, not look uh, great, I, but the yeah. field itself, yeah. like, I it can, looks so clean. I can get behind the bowl, man. I kind of like the bowl. I like the idea of it. They they sell more tickets than Arkansas State does. Yeah, so, do. um, and, like, they're, uh, if you have the chance, like, while you're listening, go go search it because, like, they're, they're new ones, yeah, like, they're new the end zones. For, oh, yeah. Have you seen the, the end zones are, no, like, so the slick. They're, they're so slick. Uh, what ads are you talking about? They were they were advertising a new stadium. They're like getting money for a new um a new and improved stadium. Yeah, that they were talking about that. I was I was talking with the uh with the guys I was working with. It's like an NFL stadium. Yeah, it's insane. I was talking with the guys and they were uh and they basically were like, yeah, they're getting money to upgrade. I mean, now when it comes to like stadium, I'm taking Arkansas State's as like a stadium. Good atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. But when it comes to like field and fans, I'm taking Memphis. Oh yeah, we have no fans. Man. We, we have see fans. the thing we thing is we have fans, but they don't show up. Yeah. Um anyway. So yeah, back on topic. Yeah, back on topic. Um so this defense showed flashes of greatness in week one yeah. now obviously it's not a great team but it takes a lot and a lot of skill to hold somebody to three points and only 50 passing yards i agree i agree like that is that is hard to do for anybody yeah. right so then we move on to week two the ooh. now we went into this one most everybody on campus um if i'm being real didn't expect a win here no now i had hope didn't think it would happen but i had hope you know maybe after last week, we're we're bouncing off of a um, really good week against Grambling State. Maybe we can continue with that. You know, score a hundred points in two weeks, right? That didn't happen. We scored twelve. Um, 
Now, I put A-State offense held to 250 passing yards. That's really good against that Ohio That is really State. good against Ohio State. Blackman, Blackman had 188. Playing well once again. Like, yeah. Blackman slander. Yeah, Blackman slander is outrageous to me. I mean, the kid transferred to come here. From FSU, yeah. Yeah, who FSU, don't get me wrong, I mean, is not a bad football program by any means. Mm. I mean, sure, their records may look like it, but like... ACC's good this year. Yeah, ACC's very good. So he chose to come to Arkansas from Florida. Then again, no hurricanes here, so... I think one thing to note about this game was, once again, held to 34 rushing yards, which I say once again, I mean like in other games. Our rushing game is not the not the greatest this year, but then Champ Fleming's once again... Yeah. Five yards, 10 catches, like... Which, it's weird, because Champ Fleming's had, a, had two fantastic games to start, yeah. and then... The next two disappeared. I I couldn't find any stats on him, uh, catch uh, receiving wise. Uh, the next two games. But what do you think about those thirty four rushing yards? Thirty four. Um. So I'm gonna go based off of what I know of Ohio State. I don't watch a lot of Ohio yeah, State, but Ohio State obviously is a premier team That's or a top ten team yeah. always. Um. I mean, you're gonna assume that that defensive line is going to be Massive, big. Yeah massive especially compared to a very small arkansas state offensive line Uh, like comparatively small to most teams um and it's difficult to go into ohio state who this is their second game of the year so they have a packed house they're not the fans are not not coming because it's arkansas state they're going because it's a second game of the year yeah so you're going into a packed ohio state stadium and hoping that you can maybe get a sack or two. Yeah. And then hoping you can maybe get a few rushing yards That's every carry. Yeah. But when you look at it, I mean, Ohio State overall is just bigger. Yeah. And there's not a lot you can do about that. Not especially when you're uh in a lot of people's eyes in Arkansas, a second tier team yeah. in the state. Yeah. It's really hard to get who you can, right? So 34 rushing yards is one of those things like in my eyes, hand the ball more to Lang. Yeah, Lang. Lang had a great year last year. Yeah. I mean, week one, 124 yards on only 13 carries. Handed to him a little more. I don't remember how many he had or how many carries he had, but it probably wasn't enough. Um, Lang needs to have the ball a little more uh, coming out of Blackman's hands. Um, just because you said week one, how many carries uh, he had? He had, he had 13 carries. carries. That is a lot of carries. And I think that that needs to be kind of his average yeah. as well, because he is a veteran on this team. Yeah, yeah. He's been here a few years, so he needs, he needs the ball. Um, and like we said, champ Flemings again, 105 yards on 10 catches. It's a good Ohio State team. That is a very good Ohio State team and very good Ohio State defense. One of the better ones in a few years, uh, from what I understand. And they played their like their starters throughout most of the game. CJ Stroud had 350 yards and four TDs. Like they did not let up the gas. Yeah. Now that is nothing. That is, I mean, that in itself is incredible. CJ Stroud is a Heisman favorite. Yeah. I mean, like so. I personally didn't expect us to hold him below 300 yards. If that happened, I'd call that a win. Yeah, that that's like I would honestly look at that and be like, "Yeah, we lost by 40, but like, hey, we we held him under 300. We held a Heisman um, favorite under 300 yards." Yeah. But I mean, A State held their rushing down, which is good. I believe they held them under like 100, like just over 100 yards, just under or something like that. Um, I mean, but. The, the the worst part of this defense was our secondary. Yeah, I, I'm looking at that stat right now. That is mind-boggling. Yeah, so two receivers had over 25 yards per reception. So one had 184 yards, and the other one had 118 yards, respectively. And each of those guys had at least one touchdown as well, uh, from what I remember. That is insane. So that secondary... Now, again, this is... A, at the time, this is a number three team in the nation. Yeah. So you're going into this hoping you can at least get one or two stops. And they did do really well at that first half. Yeah, they were. Second half, disappeared. Yeah. But, I mean, because 184 yards by any receiver is outrageous. I mean, Jalen Waddell, 
for the Miami Dolphins had 150 a couple weeks ago. And I only know that because he's on my fantasy team. Right here too, right here. <laughs> um, I mean, like that's outrageous, even for the NFL. So, and you're looking at college, you're like, college doesn't have the same talent. Like, it's just not possible. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, CJ Stroud is fantastic. But, like, 184 yards is unacceptable by any team. I would agree, yeah. Like, including, that includes, like, if Alabama allowed that, that's unacceptable. Oh, I think if, I think if the worst team you can possibly think of allowed 184 yards, it, that's unacceptable no matter what by any team. Did Grambling State even give up that many? No, I don't even think so. To, to, to one receiver? Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, it's 122. Now, that 184 yards person, I forget his name, uh, he he had one of the first big touchdowns for Ohio State. Uh, it was like a 50-yard touchdown. One of those things, secondary couldn't keep up. It's a, That's a really fast offense. Um, from the highlights I watched, Ohio State ran like – I mean, they ran down the field so fast. They they ru they hustled or they no huddled a lot. Uh, forced Arkansas State to play their tempo. So it's one of those things. There's not a lot you can do against the number three team when you uh, are. You know, you know who that receiver was. What's up? That was Marvin Harrison Jr. Ah, okay. Son of an NFL legend. So yeah, so that would that would do it. Oh. But either way, yeah. 184 yards unacceptable but for him for Maybe harris not, yeah. hey that is fantastic for him yeah. good for him um so then we get to the memphis game and we get to these next we get to the memphis and the old dominion game because and and these should have been wins so i'm gonna lead through some major moments in this and i want to talk this memphis game the old dominion game i think should have been more of a win but this Memphis game could have easily been a win too. It's because of the rivalry too. The yeah, so close. A lot of people. I th there's a lot of people who called the Memphis Arkansas State game not a rivalry anymore because Memphis beats the crap out of Still Arkansas rivalry, State. But it's a rivalry right? because yeah. I mean these games these past two years have been really it's close. Like the I forty rivalry just right down the road. Now. Yeah, and I mean it's a, it's they've been close games the past couple of years. Yeah, yeah. So the problem with Arkansas State is they would get within a score. And then allowed big plays. Now, this is what I was talking about uh, near the beginning of the uh, of the episode. Um, they, the Arkansas State offense, go down the field in a couple minutes. Off the defense would allow a score in a few seconds. Is what it felt like. So seventeen to twenty one, Memphis is up. Memphis throws for a fifty one yard touchdown, making it seventeen to twenty eight. Now all of a sudden, it's a two score game. Twenty five to twenty eight. 47-yard field goal. You can't do a lot about great kicking. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, 47 yards, that's, a, that's a incredible for an NFL kicker. Yeah. Like, unless your name is um, Tucker. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, unless your last name's Tucker. So then, 32-31 to 31 all of a sudden. Take the lead on a great 27-yard touchdown pass by Blackman. Um, I mean, you know, now you're now you're in the lead. You then allow a 39-yard run to go down 32-37. Anything over 10 yards of a run is more than unacceptable in my eyes, right? Yeah. And so then, this is around the two-minute mark. That was around the two-minute mark. So now you're forcing the offense to get on the line with, about, with around two minutes to go. They get stopped and are forced to go for it on their own 41-yard line after a false start. There's a minute and 12 in the fourth. Blackman fumbles, mm -hmm. which this is on fourth down. So you're either making it or you're already turning it over anyway. Yep. So this fumble, they're all the way back. A solid, I mean, they're all the way back at the nine-yard line. Solid 91 yards. Right. 90, so now there's yards. an eight-yard rushing touchdown given to Brandon Thomas, who's the one, in my eyes, one of the best players one of the best running backs on, but like within the red zone, the kid is gigantic. He'll push through your defensive line no matter how big they are. So you can't allow Memphis to get within the red zone that easily. What high school did he go to? You said you North Little Rock. He's from North Little Rock. That all makes sense. Yeah. So he he's a big dude. I mean he's he's shorter, but he's big. He's bulky guy. He is bulky. And so he's going to run through your defense at all times. Yeah. Especially in the red zone, his red zone, his red zone rushing or his red zone rushing is fantastic. 
I got to watch it in person. Looked incredible. I mean, even in high school, but even in college, right? So, so I mean, it, it's the whole defense. Defense needs to hold. If you're going to allow a score, don't allow it within a minute. Like, it's one thing to allow a score after seven minutes, wear down their offense, allow your offense some time, but you're allowing these in like a minute. So you're not giving enough time for for your offense to take a rest. You're not giving enough time for the other offense for the, your opposing uh, offense to get tired. Blackman again, Another great game. game, 275 yards, two touchdowns. That's on 25 of 34. That's really good. I feel like I'm gonna. You know how to pronounce that other name? The the receiver below. Sadu uh, Treyor. He's been a very big impact. Number one wide receiver out of Europe, by the way. So he chose here. I think it's Sadu Treore. It's Treore. Yeah. That's what it is. Six catches. Has, yeah. Six catches for 120 yards. I'm like, that's really good. That is very good, right? So But then again, Seth Hennigan, 360 yards, three touchdowns. Yeah. And, and I don't get me wrong. This kid is better than I ever will be. But Seth Hennigan is not a great quarterback. Like, he is not that good of a quarterback. Like, don't get me wrong. He he knows the game, but he has really good receivers, really good running backs around him. So it's easy for him to be able to find them. They're really Memphis is a really good route running team. Yes, yeah, like different players, forty plus yards. Yeah, and and that a lot of it does not have to do with Hennigan. A lot of it just has to do with his receivers burning our secondary, yeah. or you know, burning our burning somehow burning their zone defense. Like you know, like somehow. Now, four of these players, four of these players that had forty receiving yards. Had three or less catches. That is unacceptable. That is out like, and only only two of these had five catches. The other the other player that had forty plus receiving yards had seven catches. So that's a little yeah. more like, and I think he had like eighty yards or something. But like that's about like like that. But four players with three or less catches getting forty receiving yards, like that's there's not an NFL team right now that can do that. There's not an NFL team that would allow that right now. Yeah. Unless unless you look at the end of the season at like, you know, the Jaguars or something. You know, like I, but like there is no team that would ever allow that. Because in my mind, so when I look at the Arkansas State defense, the worst part about it is its secondary. Yeah. And I think that that is obvious from the stats I, we have read so yeah. far. I mean, cool. What were you going to say? I think I was going to say, last year I think it was definitely rushing, but then we got people like Kevon Bennett. We got, um, there was a Colorado State transfer who's from Arkansas. I'm blanking on his name. Blake, uh, I can't remember his name, but two good defensive edge rushers. Yeah. And some linebackers, but now we really got to hone in on those cornerback positions. Yeah. And a lot of that has to do with, like, I mean, like you said, brought in some transfers. I'm going to find this one. I mean, that's a big deal. Bringing in transfers. I mean, you can look at you can look at across the hill. You can look at Arkansas, who brings in some of the best transfers in the nation. And yet, right? They're still struggling on the cornerback side too. They are, yeah. and so a lot of it comes down to coaching, right? Now you can also say that at Arkansas State, really hard to get transfers in Arkansas yeah. uh, if you're at Arkansas State uh, because you're not the premier school, yeah. right? So um, let me know if you find that name as well. Yeah, that's um, but a lot of it has to do with coaching, but a lot of it also has to do with transfer portal. Um, it's very difficult to get people to come to Jonesboro, Arkansas. Um, don't get me wrong. It's a great city. I love it here. It's like it's it. it's it's enjoyable. Um, lots of good food places. Uh, and shout out to J-Towns. Shout out, J-Towns. <laughs> shout out to J-Towns. Best place in this city by far. Um but yeah, so don't get me wrong. Like it is very difficult to do with with no with little to no transfer portal power. Um, but you also got to look at it. You can coach those that secondary up a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, and to those who and and like we said, Blackman is doing great. I love Blackman, bro. He's throwing for almost 250 yards every game. Yeah, that's one major stat you got to look at. Like 200 like 
So Memphis, 275 yards. We'll talk about Old Dominion in a second. Against Ohio State, who's a really good defense, 250 passing yards. Against Grambling State, 210 yards. Now, 210 yards is nothing to scoff at either because he also because there is a backup quarterback that they've been kind of rotating in and out every once in a while towards the end of games. Uh, AJ Mayer, right? AJ Mayer, yeah. yeah. So they've been throwing him in every once in a while. He also rushes too, which is funny. Um, that reminds me of uh, KJ Jefferson. KJ Jefferson. That dude is gigantic, and we'll talk about him here in a minute. But, you know, it's one of those things. So we're going to move on to the Old Dominion game. Yeah, let's move on. I feel embarrassed. I couldn't find his name. I'm sorry. Oh, it happens. Guy, it happens. Yeah. Um, oh, and, you know, I actually almost forgot about this. Memphis. This Memphis game. Every touchdown was under five minute uh, of possession time. That's five bad. minutes of possession That's time. That is out. Like that is horrible, yeah. right? Uh, and I, I'll, I'll say it exactly how I have it written down. Right? Offense scores quickly, quite often, but defense allows quick scoring, forcing the offense back on the field quickly. So that's probably the best way to explain it. Your your offense is scoring quickly. Your defense is allowing scoring quickly. Right, so it forces your offense back on the field, who had no time to understand plays better, no time to get water. Right, yeah. it's just, it's one of those things. So we're gonna move on to the old Dominion game. Old Dominion game. Right, going into the third, going into the third quarter, um, it was wait, it was twelve to zero. Yeah, twelve to zero because we scored twelve in the second quarter, and one and a part of that was a safety. Somehow, yeah, we had a safety. That was actually the first score. So, I mean, so twelve to zero. You're going into the third quarter, probably feeling pretty good about yourself, right? That's a two. That's technically two scores, right? Give up twenty one points in the third. Twenty one points in the third quarter allowed. We scored one single time. That's not enough to even catch up to those three scores, right? That's nineteen to twenty one. Yeah. So. Scored once in the third quarter. Old Dominion scored three times, 19 to 21, going into the fourth quarter, right? Could not hold on to the ball. It's 26 to 21. Arkansas State is leading at this point. Now, all of a sudden, there, there is a fumble, right? There's a fumble. Oh no. oh, no. So, Arkansas State scores with seven minutes left, has a good defensive stop, and then gets the ball back and fumbles it. Right, so eight plays on on defense took four minutes, right? Or no, I'm sorry. All right, I'm looking at this a little wrong. I apologize. This is why I'm unqualified. Um, so we scored within seven minutes, right? Eight plays. So we we have a good defense stop. We get the ball back. Great. It's twenty nine or it's twenty six to twenty one. We have the lead. We have around seven minutes left. We have plenty of time, right? Eight plays took four minutes. You got three minutes left on, on this clock now all of a sudden. And then you lead to a turnover on downs, right? Now, it's a good stop. There's a good stop after, but then a punt goes to the two-yard line, right? For Old Dominion. So now all of a sudden, A-State's offense is pinned on the two-yard line. And so now all of a sudden, it's, it's at this point, right? So at this point it's 29 to 26 and all of a sudden Arkansas is on their 2 yard on 2 yard line. So I mean it's like and, and so let me let me go over quickly. 7 minutes left. Uh Old Dominion scores. Arkansas State gets the ball back, 8 plays in 4 minutes, leads to a turnover on downs. Right? Now all of a sudden we're on our 2 yard line, we're down 29-26 and it's over. You're on the two-yard line with a minute to go. A minute to go. You can't do anything from the two-yard line with a minute to go unless your name is Tom Brady. What a good punt, though. That is a fantastic punt. That's the perfect punt. I mean, one extra yard, and it's even better, right? Now, again, Blackman with another fantastic game. 285 yards with a touchdown. Now, one touchdown, whatever. Like, if you make it down to the red zone, you're probably going to rush the ball a lot. So, one touchdown... Fine, twenty three or thirty five. That's great. That is six over sixty percent, right? Yeah, that's a good. So, 
We have another receiver oh my breakout. 115 yards on four receptions. And, a and the one touchdown one that Blackman threw, yeah. it was to Jeff Foreman. Fantastic game from Foreman. And a lot of it might not even have to do with Blackman. It just has to do with Foreman taking off and finding holes yeah. down the field, right? No rushing touchdowns. No rushing touchdowns. Probably hurt us a lot. Yep. Only 112 rushing yards. Now, I'm sure, I think there was a, f I mean, let me see, we'll see, because 112 rushing yards in, um, in college football, not good, no. because college football is, rushing is like almost everything, right? Yeah. So it's, it's almost like you need like 150 yards minimum regularly. Right? Yeah, from like one and a half guys. Right. So we're going to look. What was I looking at? <laughs> We're looking for the rushing yard, I think, from the Old Dominion game. Okay, yeah. So we rushed it quite a bit, right? A.J. Mayer, who we were talking about, had seven carries. He's a quarterback. Yeah, he's a quarterback and had 46 yards. Oh, my gosh. Right? Brian Sneed, 41. Johnny Lang, Johnny. 35 on 10 carries. Uh, that's... Now, Brian Sneed had 41 yards on 14 carries. Should have said that. Uh, Jaque uh, Jaquez Cross, six yards on one carry. Now, that sounds like a lot and a lot of yards. But then you look at James Blackman, 15 carries. And that's for negative 16 yards. What are we doing? Why are we letting... He's a... I don't think we should have been doing that. Right. I just lost my train of thought. But Blackman should not be running it 15 times for negative yardage. And it's And a lot of that... I guarantee you is either scrambling yeah. or, and some of it is QB design plays. The kid is, the kid is, he's is, is lanky. He's athletic. Yeah. So he, he's, he's quick. So, you know, you're going to have some of those yeah. KJ Jefferson has them in Arkansas. I mean, James Blackman is going to have some on his own, right? Yeah. But you can't have that the entire game. Negative 16 yards on 15 carries. That's that is an average of negative one yard. Right? So you can't have that happen. So I think a lot of this, I think this game specifically was on the offense yeah. and in the clutch, more like. So great game, right? Great, uh, great game going into the fourth quarter. And then the defense allowed 279 passing yards, which that's actually better than their past two weeks, right? Which has, but this is also not as good of a quarterback. Not a whole lot of rushing yards. Yeah, only allowed fifty-one rush yards. Then, uh, I mean, only allowed twelve first downs. Yeah, that was so the, that was the biggest point. I feel like we had twenty-two first downs that game. Yeah, and we forced seven punts. Arkansas State punted twice or three times. So Arkansas State led in every, basically every single category. Yeah, time of possession, including time of possession. Yeah, I mean, and they lost this. Now. This game specifically, I have written down, is on offense. If there's no fumble, there's no good field position. There's no, there's no, um, you know, um, other side. Forty-one yard line could have given the defense a chance to pin them deep. Right? You can't do that. You can't fumble, especially in the clutch. That was a fourth quarter fumble when the game is within one score. Yeah. You can't do that. Um, have you have you seen the Have you seen the thing? I I don't remember where he's from. Um, but he, there was a running back who plays for a premier school. I don't remember who, um, but he fumbled a couple times, and so he walked around campus with a ball in his in his arm the entire day. He had he had teammates try and knock it out, yeah. teachers, students. Nobody could knock it out because he was never. He does not want to ever fumble again. That's the attitude you have to have. Yeah. Like now that's a little extreme. Yeah. But but that type of attitude, like going into a, like. I think your number one priority, if you're up by one score in the fourth quarter with hold less than seven ball. minutes to go, right? Hold the ball. Hold the ball. Waste time. Let the clock run down. Let like snap the ball at one second left on the play clock. Were we up when we had eight plays for four minutes, or we were, were we we, uh, we were. So we could have easily ran out the clock. Yeah. So that eight plays took four minutes. Just led the turnover on downs. That was the good field position. Oh my god! Right, man. the turnover on downs. We went for it on fourth down and fumbled. We should have punted that. Right, exactly. 
So a lot of it is bad play calling too. Yeah, um, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's it's a little bit, and I will actually make sure that I'm right because I might not be. And honestly, this happens every time I do this podcast. Like I get something completely baby. wrong. Exactly. I get something completely wrong. Now, by the way, this is Old Dominion's first Sun Belt game. Yep. Ever. Season opener. Sunday. Yeah, and they beat the crap out of us, right? I say beat the crap out of. It is the equivalent to it, right? So we go into the fourth quarter. Five plays, six yards, and two minutes. Oh, my God. Right. Five plays, six yards. James Blackman is sacked uh, second and 13 for a loss of seven yards to the Arkansas 29. Oh, my God. That is where that fumble happened. And all of a sudden, you're on the 29-yard line. You're going to score. They score in a minute. Now, again, that's on the 29. So that one's a little let like you understand that one a little bit. So then Arkansas State gets the ball back. Eight plays for 21 yards in four minutes. Now, it would be one thing if you use four minutes to score. They didn't score. They went down on downs. So frustrating. So they went for it at fourth and two on the Arkansas State 40. Oh, my gosh, bro. Punt that thing on the 40? Yes. Now, I'm just now reading. Um, Ar- James Blackman passed incomplete. Arkansas State penalty. Defensive holding. And it was declined. Right? What the hell? So, Sorry, what the heck? <laughs> so, you know, and then, and then Arkansas State, great. Like, this is a great stop. Three plays, zero yards in a minute. You give them about a minute and nine. And then the punt goes to the two-yard line. So you can look. I mean, I think this game came down to that fumble at the 29-yard line by far. I mean, you have – at this point, you have 10 minutes to go. You fumble at 7 minutes and 52 seconds. So more like 8 minutes, maybe not 7-plus minutes. Or maybe not 7 minutes, but like you're almost at 8 minutes total. If you get a good stop, which they didn't <laughs> because they fumbled on the 29, right? You you have a good chance of scoring again, but you allow a score in a minute, which 29 yards is not hard to do in a minute. But then you waste four minutes and do nothing with it, right? You go for it on fourth down. You ruin it by <laughs> having a holding or by holding having a pass interference. I mean, there's so much that you could look at at this game and be like, yeah, you could have done that differently. And technically, I did go back and look. Technically, I was right on most everything. I think I just mixed up a couple plays. But um, a lot of, like, you can just look at it and be like, yeah, like, that's, you know. uh, and, And allowed all three third quarter touchdowns in under five minutes. Now, we talked about the Memphis game. Every touchdown that game was allowed in under five minutes. All three third quarter touchdowns, which puts them up 21-19, were all in un- literally under five minutes. So one of them was in two minutes and three seconds. The other one was in 41 seconds. And then the third one was a pick six. Wait, is this for, is this Arkansas's under, or is this Old Dominion scoring in under five minutes? Yes. Oh my, I think that's his only pick of the season too. Right, well, yeah. And so now the the difference, now it might sound a little bit different because Memphis, every every touchdown they had, total was over five minutes yeah each one was about two minutes three minutes okay. but it was under five each one was under five minutes yeah, but old dominion it. total was under five minutes that's crazy 41 seconds is so they allowed a touchdown with a minute and 19 26 29 oh really? and that was after that fumble at the yeah, 29 yard line that one's kind of acceptable so you know so what i have written down no fumble no good field position you give the ch- defense a chance, yeah. right? That pick six too kind of doesn't. Yeah, the pick six does not help at all either. Um, I mean, you know, you don't. You're not supposed to have to teach your offense how to tackle, right? <laughs> so you're supposed to teach them how to block. You're not supposed to teach them how to. Yeah. Um. Tackle. To yeah open to field, tackle. Field, so I mean, I'll go over it one more time. Offense scores quickly, quite often. Defense allows the quick scoring. The offense is back on the field. That, I think, in my mind, is the biggest problem um, when it comes to this team. Defense, of course, can be fixed, but you need to fix it quick because you are ruining your offense 
Like these guys, I guarantee you the offense has never been more tired in their lives. <laughs> I mean, like they are absolutely gassed. Those linemen are tired, man. Give them a yeah, break. Give them a break. tired. And, and it's not even like, I mean, the offensive line is doing great. Yeah, they're doing good. Like Blackman has been sacked like just a couple times this year. Probably under five. Yeah. I think it's under five. And I think a few of those came from Ohio State. And like we said, those are big dudes. Like, there's not a lot you can do. But, I mean, against the teams that, in my mind, really matter, this offense looks fantastic. Offensive line, our quarterback looks sharp. Our wide receivers, our receivers are are catching and running with it. It's not just catching, getting tackled. It's catching and running with it. Yes, exactly. So... A lot of it is defense. Now, obviously, I said Old Dominion, that's a difficult game to really blame on any specific side. You can more blame it on offense if you really wanted to blame somebody, but it's hard to blame one. I think Old Dominion had a lot of – they had, like, nothing to lose that game. It was a home game. It was their first game of the season. They had nothing to lose, whereas Arkansas State probably had a lot to lose. So that might have – Giving them a little bit more fire, maybe not. Maybe I'm just. I can I can understand that. Yeah. yeah, and and this is one of those things. Like like we said, uh, Old Dominion. This is their first. That was their first Sun Belt game. They were introduced to the Sun Belt this year, this past year, and that this was their first win in the Sun Belt. That's the first game in their Sun Belt. So, I mean, obviously, they probably came into this like we want to prove ourselves. Like we're playing. Yeah. Not a premier Sun Belt team, but. Um, we're playing a sun. We're playing a conference game. For I don't the know first how time. good um the Virginia schools are, but they beat VTech twenty to seventeen, and then they lost to UVA by two points. So that's maybe something to know. That is, yeah. So don't get me wrong. This old Dominion team is solid. Yeah, this is a very good. solid old Dominion team, and they're two and two. So technically better than Arkansas they're State by record. Yeah. Um, so. On time of recording, it is October first, Saturday, October first. It is ha- it is Halloween season, but it also is home game season again. Arkansas State has not had a home game. That's a big part of it too. Yeah, I think game. had it haven't had a home game since week one, and so they've been gone for three weeks. I think they come into this. I think they win. Uh, and we have a little bit of a game preview for you, uh, and I'll let you kind of look into that. Um, or I'll kind of let you talk about that. Yeah. Uh, but I before he does. I see us winning. We're playing ULM, the race, or not the Raging Cajun, the ULM, though. We're yeah. playing uh, Louisiana Monroe. Uh, I see us winning this game personally, and I'll kind of explain after you kind of go through with this preview. All right. I'm going to take more of the stat route. I mean, I wrote down a little bit of stuff. We are currently one and three, zero and one in conference play, um, last in the West Division, whereas ULM is two and two, one and zero in conference play. Yes, we said they beat the Cajuns. They are currently first in the West Division. If we look at some stats leading up to this game, so Blackman almost a thousand yards, two hundred thirty nine average. He's only throwing. He's throwing five touchdowns, one pick. I think he's going to have a lot of momentum in this game. It's going to be a, hopefully a good crowd. Hopefully, um, his receivers are there. Champ Flemings twenty receptions, two hundred thirty four yards. That's fifty eight yards, fifty eight point five yards per game to lead the team. Right. Um, he's only he's only he hasn't found the end zone that many times as a receiver though. I think he only has one, a couple of touchdowns, a handful of touchdowns. Um, so if he can get in the end zone, that's probably going to be some. Some quick connections. Um, to look at more of the Warhawks side, their quarterback only 648 yards and two touchdown passes. So three interceptions as well. I think if our defense can really, if our cornerbacks can, as it, as Warhawk the ball to do some puns, if they can get on that ball, because he doesn't seem like he's throwing the best um, overall. And even their running back, their main running back, 29 carries, 168 yards, two touchdowns. That is quite frankly terrible. Compared right. to like our stats with Johnny Lang, um, so yeah, I, like you said, I think this is a game to win. I I know we are um, projected to win. I think we have a lot of momentum. I think, well, I think we're gonna have a lot of momentum for this home game. Like you said, we haven't been at home in three weeks, and, and it's homecoming as well. Homecoming. So I think we're gonna win. I am excited for the game, but let me hear your more professional take on it. Ah, uh, you say professional, um, <laughs> unqualified professional. Yeah, unqualified professional Better than take. Me, right. Yeah. So a lot of it is going to be like i said we haven't been arkansas state has not been at home in three weeks three entire weeks now that might not sound like a lot you look at let's say arkansas they had three straight home games yep. went to texas and they're back home or no i'm, I'm sorry two straight home games went to texas 
And then no wait, it was three. It was yeah, three it was in a row because we've because we've played four. All right, yeah. And then they lost on the road too. So right, yeah. So I mean, Arkansas had had three straight, lost on the road, and they're back in on Saturday they're against Alabama. Alabama yeah. Right, Arkansas State had one home game, and have been gone for three straight weeks. They're home for the first time in three weeks. I see that as a huge thing. Um, I think I expect personally a big crowd uh, yeah. because Arkansas game is at two thirty. Uh, game here is at six, six o'clock. Yep, six. So it's not like people are going to be out tailgating and uh, watching watching the Arkansas game on TVs yeah. uh, in the Pines, right? Uh, I, I expect a big. I, I expect a decent turnout. I hope. Um, especially not even just students. I expect a lot of Jonesboro. We need, we need that, to come out. Yeah, we need the local support. Right, and I and I see that happening because uh, again. Haven't been home in a minute, you know, Everyone's parents, yeah, yeah, parents are like, hey, y'all want to go to the game today? And their the kids are going to be like, yeah, let's go, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's going to be that kind of thing, right? And so, and I expect our band to be great. Like, I expect a lot the out of this. Are yeah, I see a lot of things slowly aligning for Arkansas State to go two and three today. Um, I think that there is, I think uh, ESPN has them going in or have they have them winning have a 77 percent chance of winning i think is what i looked at last yep. yeah so 77 percent chance of winning um that's of course amazing um now obviously arkansas has chances of winning all the time and you lose like that's that's what college football is yeah percentages in college football mean way less uh than the nfl than in the nfl but 77% is a big deal. Like, that is a lot. That is a lot of chance that ESPN, that ESPN's thing is giving us. Um, I think, like you said, if if you can get Chapman more involved, if you can get him a few uh, catches downfield, um, I think if you get... Johnny Lang. I, I was about to say, if you get Johnny Lang involved uh, on the rushing, give him 15 carries. Like... Whether that be just re- like going straight into the def- defensive line, or if that's you know a, uh, a you know I mean who knows like you know a jet sweep you know whatever it may be, give him the ball. Lang Lang is a veteran on this team. He needs the ball more. Um, and like we said, Flemings needs to get the ball more as well. Um, a lot of it is um, a lot of it is going to be based off of um the offense today i think if we i think if we lose it's going to be on the offense today uh because i think this defense can hold down ulm pretty solidly Uh, i don't think ulm has that many i don't think ulm has a great passing offense no it doesn't look like it and so what kind of what kind of stats are you looking at there so i'm on um bet decider it has um like i said their quarterback compiled 649 yards um, their top receiver it says ten catches, 166 yards on the year. Um, another one with 141 yards on the season, 11 catches, 12 targets. Like this is like these aren't a, these aren't a lot of targets. Are, yeah. Not a lot of carries, or not, I say carries like um, like not a lot of catches but, and then carrying. Yeah, whereas right? look at um, Champ Fleming's even hauled in our our run or no, or, sorry, I'm getting confused. He hauled in 20 receptions. 234 yards that's insane that is a yeah. great even our european guy I, I hate to call him the european guy but i think it's kind of funny 16 yeah. passes 231 yards per game that is very respectable that is very good compared to the ulm squad right and so when we look at this game arkansas state has in my eyes every single thing against ulm yeah. right now we had every major category it's against old dominion, dominion. And lost, right? So a lot, a lot of it is just going to be holding onto the ball, play calls. Don't, yep, play calls. Don't play. turn the ball over in clutch situations. Don't turn the ball over. Period. Right? These are like those uh, key points, or uh, yeah, key points that they show like before games and stuff. Yeah. Key points to winning, right? And it's going to be don't turn the ball over, and score, right? And another one would be defense needs to keep needs to stay on the field a little longer than they are give the offense a chance to cool down look at plays look at better understand the other defense uh find the weak points allow them a little extra time on the sideline um so i'm gonna give a score prediction personally we'll we'll, we'll give two score predictions so i'm gonna go arkansas state win right and we're gonna go 
somehow 38 to 24. That was actually really close to what I was going to say. I was going to say Arkansas State W, 34-27. I think it's going to be a – it's either going to be a low-scoring game or the offenses are going to be clicking. I do think ULM is going to put up – they're not going to come here and just put up a goose egg. I think they're oh, going to yeah. come here to play. I think they're going to have some motivation as well. I think it's going to be 34-27 ASU. Right. And our passing offense is going to carry us to victory. Absolutely. And it's also a Sunbelt game. So I rare in Sunbelt games, you rarely see small scoring. No, yeah, they're like, going to come I mean, to play. It's, it's one of those things. Like 26-29 to 29 doesn't sound like a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, that's actually like, pretty respectable. And so – this is these this is a sunbelt matchup yeah. right so um it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how they score um when they score uh how the defense plays right yeah I think so defense. it's it's going to be interesting to see um and it would be a big win because this is a first ULM is a first in the west division yep right they are. and they're two and two a state could turn them two and three. A state be- could become two and three, and all of a sudden you're back in the Sun Belt race. Dude, the West Division. You want me to read off the West Division? Go. Pro, ULM one and zero. Troy one and one. South Al hasn't even played yet, and they're still they're three and one in non-conference. They haven't played a conference game. Southern Miss two and two. Texas like Texas State two and two. Louisiana. These are not good teams compared to the um the East Division. Right, and I mean two and three. Like two and three is. In my eyes, nothing to scoff at. Now it should probably be four and one today. Yeah, we should be leading the West of it. Yes, absolutely. These but schools are now you put you win this game, you're all of a sudden back in the running in the West. I would say, yeah. Like because you're two and three, and now the original first and West Division is two and three. Yep. So now all of a sudden you're back in the race. Detroit. And at this point, one and three, you're playing for a small bowl game. Like you're not playing for oh, yeah, the playoffs, well, right? But you're playing for a bowl game. Yeah. Give Arkansas State something to get excited about, right? Yeah. And find a find a way to get some transfers. Even winning the division, I think, would be that'd be huge. That would be getting some transfers. That'd Absolutely. Be good that's that's a lot of what Arkansas State needs to really be focusing on is just win, winning out at this win point. Win out, win the division, win out. Yeah, or at least at least get to top a division. Yes. And even if that doesn't equal bowl game, get to the top of the the the, the division. Yeah. Get the, some transfers. Whether that be from Sunbelt schools or that be from SEC say, schools, we have right? um, Eddie Smith as a cornerback from Alabama. He's a junior. He had a pick against um, Grambling State, and he had six solo tackles against Ohio State. So that's a that's a big deal. An Alabama transfer coming to Arkansas. I have a class with him, so that's yeah, pretty cool. But Alabama transfer coming to Arkansas State as a junior that's that's pretty big. That's huge. And, and that and that shows um, what's his name? Uh, the coach. Uh, Blake Anderson. No, 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 new coach. <laughs> Butch Jones. Butch Jones. Bro, we are unqualified. Yeah, bro. I know, unqualified. I said man. Blake Anderson. I'm, t- I'm tripping, uh, man. Butch Jones. Butch Jones. Give him, a, give him a year. Give him he two what? years. He what? Came from Alabama. He, I think yeah, he, he, he came, came from, from Alabama. Alabama. There was that photo of him holding like the Alabama briefcase. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Like he. So stupid. Like Anderson, <laughs> I would have uh, said the same thing, honestly. Like in my mind, I was thinking Blake Anderson. I was like, it's not him. No, it can't be. Yeah, Butch Jones. He's gonna do some work. We got to give him some time. Right, and so give him some time. Now, you can't look at – Arkansas State is really hard to look at for that because you look at Arkansas and Sam Pittman did Dudes, miracle work in two years. Bro, both of the, the basketball and their football recruiter head coaches are insane. Musselman and Pittman are probably two of the greatest head coach recruiters I've ever seen yeah. for State. Like, they are insane. Arkansas – like, this – This I mean – Oh, I hate to give him credit. But we'll talk. We'll talk about Arkansas real quick yeah. before episode wraps yeah, up. Arkansas. I mean, you talk about, about football. I'll, I'll, I'll do the basketball stuff. Yeah. So you got Sam Pittman, who turned a not even mediocre football no, program. Didn't win a conference game in two years. Yeah. Three years. Not even a mediocre program into a premier team, a t- premier program. We're ranked tenth until we choke against them. Which they, honestly, they, they, dropping ten. Dropping 20. 10 spots was yeah. a little much. Yeah. I Like, I would have understood, like, 15, 16, yeah. but 10 total just spots. Like throwing us off? Yeah. Gosh, they're throwing us off. But you have to look at, like, I mean, you not Arkansas State is going up against that. You're yeah, going up against a Sam to, Pittman who yeah. is arguably the most loved man in this state yeah, right you, now. You can't hate him. Besides Eric Musselman, yep. who Brady's about to talk about. I mean... You, I mean, so I mean, you can't really. That's the really hard part about Arkansas State is that Arkansas State doesn't have that type of appeal. Jonesboro doesn't. No, because when don't. you look at Fayetteville, Fayetteville is beautiful. It's booming. They have Walmart. They have Tyson. They have 
they like have three billion dollar companies pumping in money to the right. city. They have everything going for them. So, and you'll talk about a little bit about Eric Musselman here. Yeah. So with Eric Musselman, this guy, he originally came from um, Las Vegas. I think it was like two years ago. Not a whole lot of, it was like, oh, okay. What's this guy going to do? What's he going to do? He has turned the program around. I think Arkansas had the number one recruiting class this off season. Number um, two behind number, Duke. Eric, it's always Duke, man. Yeah. But he took them from like, not a good, like, I mean, they've always had a decent basketball program. Like people, um, we've been okay. We've been respectable, but. Now where I think we made the or, I gotta stop saying we this is not good I think they made the <laughs> final four last year in the bracket or was it Elite Eight It was uh fine it was Elite Eight and before that they made um I think it was the Sweet Sixteen or the Elite Eight so it like, was the Elite Eight it's two yeah. Elite Eight runs you know, back to back so like that is huge and his recruiting he does it all himself with yeah. his son um they go out they they get results yeah they get people and don't get us wrong number two. Uh, recruiting class, nothing to scoff at because Dude, that's, that's three Burger Boys. There's you yeah. got you got Nick Smith Nick Jr., Smith, Anthony Rock. Black, yeah, North Florida, um, my guy, and then the ball, uh, Jordan Walsh. Jordan Walsh, yeah. I think it's a medical condition. I shouldn't. Assume. Oh, who knows? I mean, but like yeah. those are <laughs> three, boys. those are three Burger Boys. Three Burger Boys. So baby. I mean, that's like, so uh, we're we're talking about all this because while it's while you can look over there and be like, well, they didn't need any time; they just needed one year. You have to look at Fayetteville. Fayetteville yeah. is a beautiful, booming yeah, city. Northwest Jonesboro Arkansas. is farms. Uh, it's farms. It's farms. It's J Town. J Towns, right? It's but, that's all we have here. Hey, we got stuff to look forward to. I saw recently. This was the second biggest um, overall class we've had in a while. I think it was like fourteen thousand and fourteen and a half thousand total students. We're getting somewhere. So we're getting somewhere. That's we're getting the somewhere. Highest class we've had in a while. <laughs> all right. So. Yeah. so I think if we had to, oh, you know what? I have to have, I have to do like an unqualified E of the week. No, I, I we don't have one this week. Uh, normally we do. Brady wouldn't know. So basically, I apologize, fans. Uh, but we normally do an unqualified E of the week E. So basically, we do. Uh, we choose somebody in the sports world to that is un- completely unqualified somehow more than us, yeah. right? Uh, we've done Stephen A. Smith before. Uh, but I don't think I have anybody right now because I'm not saying James Blackman. The dude is qualified so much. Wait, so what do we what do we do? We pick. Yeah, you would pick like somebody in the sports world, okay. and they would be more unqualified than you. Like you something pick? they said, something they did, oh. you know, things like that. But <laughs> you know what? Stupid. I'm gonna do it. This has nothing to do with Arkansas State, but Jerry Jones, dude. the Cowboys owner, Jerry Jones. Have you seen what he said? About Dak Prescott and Cooper Rush. No, but that's a good quarterback battle right now. I'd like to hear it. It is. So <laughs> so Dak Prescott is going to win that. It's 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 easy. It's sim it's a simple choice, right? But uh, this but Jerry Jones, who's from Arkansas, from Rose City, where my dad yep, where my dad is from. Oh sorry. He 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 basically said, I hope we have a quarterback controversy. So then we can put Dak in and he can prove to all of you. Is that, that he's that good? I don't know if that's the worst take though, because he's competition is good. No, well, I it, it's good. Don't get me wrong, but he's the way he said it was basically I like, have, yeah. like I hope we have a quarterback controversy. If you're Dak, if I'm Dak, I'm taking that kind of offensively. Yeah, like you just you're like I'm asking for millions and millions of dollars because I'm your franchise quarterback and you want me to go against this guy. You've been the established guy for a while. Exactly. Now, Dak is going to win it. Like it's 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 pretty I mean, everybody kind of just knows. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, Cooper Rush is undefeated as a Cowboy right now. And yeah, hell yeah. like I mean, he's doing really good, but Dak is going to win it because he has more experience. He is he has more he has better uh decision making, things like that. But you don't say that as an owner. I mean, I know owner has a lot to do with like coaching and stuff. Yeah. But you have nothing to do with the players a lot of the time. I, I mean, I have one too. Oh, go for it. Um. So you you know about the Tua situation? Yes. Mike McDaniel letting him go back in. I think that was really bad. Right. He was obviously concussed. He was falling around the field. Yeah. And they now the thing is, NFL came out and it was like the Dolphins followed everything, right? And it was brought up to me. That you know, you need. Dude, he looks terrible. Yeah, he, he looked terrible. Over. He fell over. But when it's a concussion, you you basically leave it up to the person that has the concussion. Yeah. And if Tua says, "I feel good," you have to believe him. But you're right. I think 
McDaniel, who is doing a fantastic job yeah, as Dolphin, coach. Gonna, Don't get me wrong. He's yeah. doing fantastic. Yeah. I think as a coach, you have to just step in and be like, I would rather take a loss here and keep you protected. Like you are my future for the next yeah. 10 plus years. Exactly. Like, we need you, you. Like I would rather lose one game yeah. and keep you protected yeah. than... Uh, and throw in Teddy Bridgewater, who's still solid. I like, I lo- I've always loved Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater is so good. Always, he came back off yeah. of what? A broken leg? Yeah. Or something like that. So, I mean, the kid, like, if I'm McDaniel, I'm being like, you're out for a game or two. Yeah. Like, I would, like, even though the doctors cleared you, I don't you care. need to be done. Yeah, I don't care. Like, you're I out. do not. And I, I honestly think Tua would have been okay with that. Yeah. But I doubt McDaniel said anything. He should have, bro. Because. I mean, but I, then again, it's one of those things. Like, if I think if I was McDaniel, I'd be like, "Yeah, go, like, go yeah, play." That's, uh, because like you're three and zero. Like, this is the best, one of the best starts in Dolphins, and then for the Dolphins yeah, in years. So like, this is the first time. Like, if they would have won la- this past this past Thursday, the they would have gone four and zero for the first time since the nineties. So, whereas the Raiders are about to go zero four for the first time in like five years. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but so and annoying. so it's like, oh yeah, I mean, but like like McDaniel's. Is probably thinking four and Tua says he's good. I'm throwing him in. Yeah, I I don't know what I would have done. I would just I'm thinking long game right now. Oh yeah, 100. Like, percent Yeah, you have a good start, but it's next year. It's the year after that. It's developing Waddle. It's developing. I would all yeah. Your guys. If I'm McDaniel's, I would rather keep you out for a a week or two extra. So I think that was unqualified to do. Absolutely. And to be fair, um, the Dolphins are so good right They're now. A great team. They're very good, and I mean Teddy Bridgewater will, will be fine. I love. I've always he will loved be Teddy fine in that position for now. I've always loved Teddy, especially when you look at you have Tyreek Hill who's doing yeah, fantastic. I forgot, okay, I forgot about Cheetah. Yeah, him yeah, and you get Ty, Tyreek Hill and Waddle. I mean, he'll be fine. Yeah, Bridgewater will. Targets, yeah, Bridgewater will. Experience be perfectly okay. Um. Yeah, anyway, that's, that's going to be our unqualified ease for the week, yeah. and that is going to be it for unqualified this week. Um, I'm super excited that I got to do another episode. I always enjoy doing unqualified. Do know next week, man. Yeah, we're another ep- a few more episodes are coming. So, um, now that we're in the swing of things and we're really feeling school again, yeah. So, um, we're gonna go ahead and end it off. Um, my name is Will Stafford. My name is Brady Pasco. And uh, go Red Wolves. Um, oh, yes. and. Um, you know, enjoy the football season, (laughs) y'all.